You are listening to the Career Lounge podcast with Ada Ofonri, where we discuss how to define success on your own terms in order to create your dream career and business. All of the information from this podcast episode will be in the show notes, which can be found at thecareerlounge.com. Question. How long does it take for your CV or resume to make an impression on a recruiter or hiring manager? The answer is six seconds. That's right. So you spend all that time putting together a CV or a resume and all it takes is six seconds for it to be put in the yes or no pile. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to write an attention grabbing CV. I have seen thousands and thousands of CVs in my time and boy, I've seen some badly written ones. And, you know, the ultimate truth is that a badly written CV can actually prevent you from getting your dream job. So it is well worth your while paying attention to some of the do's and the don'ts that I'm going to be sharing with you on this episode and on the next episode of the Career Lounge podcast. Now, before you start writing your CV, there are a few things that I think it's important to do, right? So the first is you really need to be clear on the type of positions you are after. Now, this sounds really basic, but I can't tell you the number of times I've looked at a CV and I don't know what the person is looking for. It isn't really clear. It doesn't jump out at you. So sit down and think about what it is you really want to do and ask yourself if your CV actually conveys that. The second thing is have a look at job descriptions for the sort of positions you're interested in. Pay attention to how companies are describing the experience that they're after and ask yourself how you can explain your experience using similar terminology. And that takes me to the third point, which is really pay attention to the keywords that are being used in these job descriptions as well as in your industry as a whole, so that you're sure that you're including those keywords on your CV or resume. Now, I'm going to talk about how you use keywords later on in the podcast, so do listen on. And I will add a caveat here, which is to say that some of the advice that I give won't necessarily be the same for a fresh grad or a junior professional. The tips that I'm sharing with you today are more for experienced professionals. So let's get cracking. So tip number one is... When you're writing an attention-grabbing CV, you want to be sure that you highlight your core skills at the top of the first page of your CV in about three to four bullet points. Now, I recommend doing this section last after you've written the whole CV and edited it completely because the three to four skills that you choose should essentially summarize what it is you do, how it is you add value, how it is you do what you do. And it should be really clear to a prospective employer as they go through those three to four bullet points, exactly what you've done and how you're going to add value if you were to join their organization. 
And for this section, the other thing you want to do is you really want to pay attention to the keywords that you identified when you looked at adverts, when you read your industry press. You want to ensure that you're including those keywords here. Now, including the keywords are important for a handful of reasons. The first is that it isn't always the hiring manager that sees your CV first. Sometimes it's HR or other support staff. So you want to be sure that if it's a lay person that's having a look at your CV or resume, it's really clear to them that you're suitable for the position that you've applied to. The second thing is that many companies use something called ATS systems. ATS stands for Applicant Tracking Systems, and they use this system to shortlist candidates. For any single job advert you see on the internet, there are about 250 people on average applying for those jobs. And it's not feasible for the human eye to look through all 250 um, CVs or resumes. And so companies use applicant tracking systems to help them to sort out CVs that are relevant from CVs that are not as relevant. So the way in which they do that is via a method of searching called a Boolean search. So this is where they use keywords to be able to identify the most relevant CVs. So you want to ensure that your CV contains the right keywords and that you've been able to highlight all of these things at the top of your CV or resume. So that's point number one. So let's go on to point number two. Point number two is describing your experience in a very orderly manner. And I came up with a framework which is really useful in helping people to do this. I call it the CPO framework, which stands for context, process and outcome. Now, with regards to context, you want to be able to help people understand very quickly what your company does and what the purpose of your team and your role is. And you can do that in a couple of sentences. It doesn't have to be long at all. For the process, you want to describe the specific techniques that you use to perform your role. This is where you show off your expertise. Now, many people tend to stop here, but this is insufficient. It's really important that you go one step further to describe the impact of the work that you have done. And the way to do that is by spelling out the results of the work that you've done. So ideally, you want to be able to quantify these results for them to really have the desired impact. Point number three is you want to be able to demonstrate your return on investment on your CV, otherwise known as ROI. Now, in point two, I spoke about ensuring that you not only include the context and process, but you also include the results of your work on your CV. Now, if with ROI, you want to take this one step further because you want to talk in terms of the overall business or organization that you're part of. Now, for a lot of companies, employees as a whole, we tend to either contribute to increasing revenue contribute to saving costs or we're optimizing things, right? So we're reducing time, optimizing processes. 
And so most people tend to add value in one of those three categories. So in addition to describing your context, your process, the outcome of uh, the work that you've done, you want to demonstrate your return on investment by showcasing how the work that you've done specifically as an individual and at a macro level as a team have directly impacted the bottom line of the business or organization that you're part of. Now, this is really, really important, particularly if you're beginning to apply for more senior positions, because it begins to kind of show that you understand the sort of impact that your role and your team have on the overall business that you're part of. It begins to help you sort of demonstrate your strategic ability on your CV. So it's a really, really important aspect of having an attention grabbing CV to be able to talk about the return on investment that you've added to the business by conducting your role. With point number four, you want to use the skill section wisely, right? So again, keywords come into play here. And to be fair, keywords come into play across all of your CV and resume. But you want to ensure that when it comes to the skills section, you're not just showcasing the skills that you've gained within the confines of the jobs that you've held, but you're also showcasing skills that you've developed across multiple areas of your life as well. It may be that if you're looking to change industry or you're looking to change roles, that some of the skills that are sought after, you haven't really had an opportunity to demonstrate those skills in a professional capacity, but perhaps you've been able to demonstrate those skills through volunteering or through sports or through um, other activities outside of work. So be sure to include those skills and don't confine yourself to skills that you've only gained in a professional environment. And finally, point number five, I want you to really leverage the additional information part of your CV. Not everybody has this. And sometimes people group it under hobbies or interests. And sometimes people call it additional information. Now, I think it's a really interesting part of your CV or resume that many people don't really pay much attention to, but it's really an opportunity to showcase who you are, to showcase more of your personality. If you're into extreme sports or the theater, if you play instruments or you volunteer, you know, these are things that you could absolutely include on your CV. And I find that this is an area that tends to be a fantastic icebreaker in interviews and where you have things in common with the interviewers, it really puts you in a really good stand-in for the rest of the interview. So don't be shy about highlighting the many aspects of you, right? Don't just sort of focus on the professional. Showcase all of who you are as an individual, because those are some of the things that begin to kind of set you apart from the rest of your peers. So there you have it. We've got five tips. There are many, many more where this comes from. And if you're certainly interested in me sharing more CV tips, definitely let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Ada Ofonri. I'll be more than happy to um, put together a podcast episode sharing some additional tips. So let me do a quick recap. 
in terms of um, you know what we've discussed so far today, five key ways in which to ensure that you write an attention-grabbing CV. First is summarize your core skills in three to four bullet points at the top of your CV and put together these bullet points after you've written your CV. Number two, use the CPO framework, context, process, outcome to describe your experience. Number three, demonstrate the return on investment that, you know, the value add to your organization that you've brought to the table. Number four, use the skills section wisely. Showcase all of your skills, not just those that you've built up in a professional environment. And finally, showcase all of who you are. Let people know what your skills are, what your hobbies are, what your abilities are, the causes that matter to you. You know, don't be scared to add that in the additional information part of your CV. So there you have it. If you enjoy this episode, I would really be interested in what your greatest takeaway has been. If you can simply post on Insta stories a snippet of the part of the podcast that has resonated with you and tag me on Instagram at Ada Ofonri. And you can also tag the Career Lounge podcast on Instagram as well. And I'll be more than happy to see what has resonated most with you. For details on my coaching programs, please go to adafonry.com to sign up and do stay tuned for the next podcast episode where I'll be discussing five CV mistakes to avoid. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe and definitely share this episode if you've enjoyed it and you think someone else is going to benefit from it. So thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Don't forget to subscribe, download and leave a review. To continue the conversation, please join us at the Career Lounge Facebook group.